right everybody hello and welcome to another episode of the escape room with tiny um we're gonna probably work on that i'll explain my hiatus in a minute but since i'm here i am so glad to be back i got crystal with me y'all let me tell you since i've met crystal <laughs> since i have met crystal it's like my life has kind of did like a little 360 so Okay, a 180, because I'm not there yet. No, because 360 gets you back to the beginning, so we're not, we not going back. See how she dropping gems early it. in the game? <laughs> Don't do we're that. not even a full minute Everybody and she's dropping gems early. <laughs> that's, the, that's really the, the way you're supposed to look at it. I mean, yeah. Because you're going opposite of the way you were. But we're not, 360, you go back we get right back to where we was. Gems. Right. <laughs> Y'all, I, I cannot think of a better person to have for my comeback episode like she is just I'm not gonna call her my spiritual guy even though she know and I know but I'm gonna let her own that on her own but I am just so thankful that she's here with me for my comeback episode and I'm back up on my bullshit I've been playing around for a long time but I realize now that this is much bigger than me so mm -hmm. it's time for me to get back into it it is time it's for me to get time. back into it. Don't Thank take you no more breaks so that long. Much. I'm not gonna do it no more. Because I binged the the escape room since I met her. Because believe it or not, Renata and I met like just a, like a couple of months ago. <laughs> so <laughs> and then then a month after meeting her, I found out she had a podcast. I'm like, what the hell? What's going on? And she's like, well, I haven't been doing the podcast, so I haven't really been talking about it. Loved all the episodes. They're definitely needed. So I would absolutely say, you know, keep it going. But we all have those times where we kind of just get to a point where we not, we just feel not really stagnant, but the desire isn't there. You know, especially with anything creative. Any creative person will tell you they go through a phase of not wanting to be creative for a while. Yeah. You know. And I think it's because a lot of us don't take the time to really do a, like a reset, recharge type of routine so that you take that time to kind of get back to, you know, yourself and then be able to pour into others. Because believe it or not, you know, creating any type of thing that is from a creative perspective is a giving thing. You're giving something to exactly. someone else, you know. So with giving, you still have to take care of you in the process. It, it takes a lot out of you. It does. To give all the time, so... I get it. But she won't be taking no more breaks. Right, so. I'm not going to be taking any more breaks. <laughs> I'm lying. I'm lying. No, it's referring to that. You are going to take those breaks. We need them. Necessary not breaks. not that long. <laughs> it's been a minute. I don't think I've recorded since like maybe April. Yeah. Um. So just with like coronavirus and just everything, I just haven't been feeling like inspired. But I am back. So give y'all a little bit of background on what's been going on. I have been trying to get my shit together. Um, quiet as it's kept. I just have been going through a lot, but I am doing it with a smile. I can't complain at all. And I really felt like I was on my way. I was like, you know what? I am healing. I'm tapping into my divine feminine energy. Like, everything is going so well. I'm in a better place. I'm growing. And then I started talking to Crystal, and she shitted on all that. I mean, she shit not on purposely. Let's be clear. Not purposely. I didn't purposely shit on her, you know, stuff. It's just I am that person that in in all relationships in my in my life, I have noticed that I'm that person that gives the truth to people. So I kind of give people what they, you know, don't realize is there. I hold the mirror up to a lot of people. So what they think is one thing, it really is something totally different. And 
um, I feel like I am the type of person that people should definitely, you know, appreciate. <laughs> Even though my delivery can be what most consider harsh. Um, but I, I'm just, I just don't sugarcoat anything. So with that being said, sometimes it makes people feel like it's a gut check. <laughs> you know, like, oh, did you have to hit me like that? And it's like, yeah, I kind of did. Because if I didn't, you wouldn't get it. So uh, I'm not a backpatter. I'm not a collar. But... Not to say you're not on that journey or you wasn't on it. You were on it. It just, you got to the point where it was time for you to get a little higher. <laughs> and then here I came. I was like, hey, let me help you. And it was necessary. You know how, and like she said, um, she's that person that holds a mirror up. And I didn't realize a lot of the things that I was doing. She was like, okay, so you know you don't answer questions direct, right? And I'm like, what? <laughs> the smallest thing it's like the tiniest things and thankfully i'm a person that's receptive to criticism and it wasn't harsh at all but it's like i'm receptive so i can take those things and apply them to my life so now instead of saying oh well i don't know or well hey you coming to such and such well i got you know it's i don't make excuses anymore it's like yes or no right so like i feel like i'm in a good place and this was so necessary um, but doesn't it feel so much better? It to does. Just give a direct answer and be done with it. It does. Because then you gotta stick to your your excuse. I have to lie. stick to my excuse to and my lie, lie. and I don't remember lies. It's like what which I is why you shouldn't lie. Because yeah. I don't remember. Them. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> if you're gonna be a liar, you gotta be a good one. <laughs> I don't even remember what I was. I'm like, uh, what I told, why I told you I couldn't come. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that. And I always give people. See, my thing is, I always tell people no if it's a maybe, so that that way they know look for it mm-hmm. and then i'll show up and they'll be like oh i, think oh. Was coming. Well, I didn't know if i was or not so I, pre- I prefer you think i'm not coming then they think i'm coming and i don't show up so i'm the person that just say no okay <laughs> i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to commit that to memory i'm gonna have to commit that to memory it keeps you out of trouble you know it, it keeps does. you it does because it makes people not feel like and not saying you know i'm not dependable because if i'm going to come then i'll say yeah yeah i'll be there oh yeah i'll do it but i'm much rather be like uh don't worry about me versus Telling you yes and I don't show up. Because right. I don't know how I'm going to feel that day. So if you ask me about something a week from now, I may be good in that moment. But then a week later, I might not feel like it. Or something happens. And I don't have to feel like calling you or texting you. Be like, oh, girl, yeah, I was going to come. But you already think I'm not coming anyway. And then I'll be like, I'm on my way. See? We love that. <laughs> we love that. So, some more background on Crystal. Crystal is a spiritual intuitive. She is undocumented, undocumented, <laughs> but she's stepping into it like she's owning it. And we've been putting her to work, y'all. She, they have, and we when have I tell been you, I have not work. I, I've been dodging it for years, <laughs> but you know, when certain people get to a certain level of closeness with me, they kind of pick up on it, or they'll hear me say something in the conversation, be like, Oh, so you do that, or Oh, so you talking with that a little bit and i'll be like uh i guess it's time for them to know but you know i don't hide from it i understand my gifts i just don't advertise them because you know i don't it's too trendy i'm very much a rebel i'm not gonna lie i'm a a rebellious person like big time so anything that's too on trend i don't want to do that i get it you know so i get that but you can't hide a gift so if it's a gift it's a gift you know it's it's a given for what it is like it's like being artistic you know if everybody were painting right now i wouldn't want to paint but i know how to paint you know Mm -hmm. so if i can still paint i just probably won't sell it so you know it's like that but yeah i'm a very rebellious person with everything if it's too trendy i'm I'm the opposite way i mean (laughs) i get that but it's like it's your gift 
I get it. It's the yeah, idea. It's such a buzzword right now. It is. <laughs> it drives me. It is. It's like, oh, everybody's doing it. Exactly, yes. It's, it's everybody's doing it. So, and it, it cheapens it almost. Yes, yes. It cheapens it almost. And um, being able to, like, really sit down with her, it's like, I know that she knows her shit. Like, this isn't just stuff that she's making up or, you know, just kind of pulling out of a hat. Like, you know your shit. Right. And it's accurate. It's spot on. Even, like she said, like, even with not knowing me for mm-hmm. a long period of time, she was able to call some shit out at me, and it's like, <laughs> well, damn. And then they get their confirmations from, um, you know, other actual advertising to the media. Right. And then they're like, oh, yeah, well, they said the same thing. I'm like, I know. But, you know, minds come up more in conversation. Right. <laughs> and they're, they're actually looking to give you that information. But, I mean, it's good It's good for me. What I like about it is it, it shows people that... I guess in a sense I'm not fake, you know. Right. Because people doubt it, of course, I'm sure, you know. Because I'm not, I'm, I'm not the typical, you know, medium out there. I'm right. Not You're not head wrapping. Yeah, I'm not doing all that. And then I don't talk about it because, again, it's just something that's there. It's not, you know, it's not something I'm trying to do for money. It's not something I plan to ever turn into a business. Um, I have enough of that. So mm. <laughs> I don't need any more businesses. I'm not trying to, you know... Adding more classes in. <laughs> oh, yeah. No classes. I'm like, but you are doing your thing. And I'm so, so proud. I am so, so Thank proud. You. Thank you. So, um, speaking of the advertised mediums, <laughs> um, I told Crystal, I'm like, look, y'all, I think I am ready to get a reading. And so, taking those steps and deciding that that's something I wanted to do was entirely mm-hmm. new for me. Just because of my background as like, you know, as being a Christian or whatever the hell. Because yeah. it's just not something that has been resonating with me lately. Um, so, I sat down. We went to a store. And as soon as we got there, it's like, hey, the lady opened up for a reading. And I'm like, <laughs> who playing with me? me? <laughs> who playing with me? <laughs> so, I go and get my reading. And she said... You know, a few personal things. But the mm-hmm. one thing that she tapped into um, was you have a God-given talent. Mm-hmm. You know what it is. She was like, I can't tell you what it is. She was like, but you know what it is. And you need to be doing that. She was like, that's going to be your bread and butter. That's where your success is going to come from. You cannot leave this earth until you do it. You and I'm like, Damn. And she still questioned what it was. And I was like, well, what is it? <laughs> she still What could it be? What, what is it? And here I come like, um, so when, when we going to record this podcast, girl? Because I ain't got time to play with you. Just to go ahead and jumpstart it. I'm just going to say what I think it is. Um, or what I know it is. I'm going to say it's it's her as a brand, but it's more going to be between the blog and the podcast. I think they're both going to intertwine into one. Um, and then from there, that's when you... I mean, because if you think about it, you have a lot of personal... Um, things in your business. Basically, your business is you. You're your, right. you're your own brand. Um, so between the, the shirts, the podcast, the blog, it all kind of goes together. It all coincides the same way. I would just take what you already have and just vamp it up. Right. You know? Which is basically what you say. You know what it is because you're already doing it. And, and that's how it is. Set it on the back burner. I kind of set it on the back burner. Let me tell y'all why I set it on the back burner. I did not feel even with people inboxing me and DMing me and sending me messages, people from, like, I check stats and 
people in Germany and Ireland. I don't know who I know out there. Oh, that's from that time I went viral on Twitter. Shout out to Twitter. <laughs> um, and so it's like all of these people from everywhere are messaging me like, oh, you're so inspiring. You have a certain way of delivering things that I can, you know, I can get a message from you. Your delivery is just on tag for me. You just do it for me. That's just something about you that resonates with me. And even with all that, I just did not feel qualified. I'm like, but I can't talk to y'all. Imposter syndrome, that's all it is. It's fine. What does that mean? Talk to me. Imposter syndrome is when you feel like you're not good enough for what you're doing, basically. You feel like an imposter. Like, yes. I'm not, yeah. Like, and no matter how great you are, you feel like, I can't be like, I can't be this good for these people to like me like this. Wow. Or, yeah, that's what it's called. That's me, y'all. Imposter syndrome. <laughs> so that's what you that's what you was dealing with. But you you've gotten past it, I think. I well, am, I'm, I'm actively past working yeah. past it. Um by just kind of jumping in with both feet. Like I said, that's the best way to do it. it's it's something that I have to do. And now I am just building myself up to feel worthy enough right. and feel like I'm not faking. Mm-hmm. Because But you weren't faking. <laughs> I wasn't thinking. Like, I don't know. <laughs> and that's what makes it funny. Like, sit back. If you really sit back and think about it, you know, all the things you think were wrong didn't even exist. Like, it's all in your own head. It's right. all, you know, it's all you pretty much doubting yourself. So, when you have those moments, you kind of got to sit back and be like, okay, so what is this really? Like, let me ask myself a few questions. You know, it's like, oh, am I being, like, I feel like I'm being fake. It's like, well, which part of this is being fake? Or what part of this is not me? And nine times out of ten, there is no part of it that's not you. Because your podcast is about you as a person or your perspective on things. So how would you not, you know what I'm saying? Unless you're actually being fake. But no, this is like, (laughs) and when I did the podcast, aside from just everything, I wanted to do the podcast um, because I wanted a space to be my most authentic self. I wanted a space to be my most authentic self where I can just let my hair down and my listeners can let their hair down and just kind of be who they are, free of societal norms. Like, fuck what society is talking about. I know society should, you know, says that we should be doing this and that. But fuck that. Right. I'm, I'm who, I mean, girl, people, it, they, this day and age, people not even doing societal shit anymore. Like, that's, that's pretty much But what are they about. not, though? Not really. Think about it. Like, who's really doing the normal things right now? Like, it's it's very much... People are being more free than not. And there are definitely going to still be people that's going to stick to the script. Like, right. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of hard. And, and honestly, it's because it's hard to get some people out of that. Especially depending on what their age is or how they were raised and stuff like that. It's hard to get people away from those things. But we're raising a new generation. So if you have a parent you know that things like we do then we're raising our kids to think like we do not exactly. how, how our parents thought you know so we're bringing in a lot more free kids and free people than the normal society you know mindset or whatever so it's going to be a lot like as of now we have a lot more free people than not i definitely feel that way thinking about it i do agree with that i do agree that people are kind of branching out Mm -hmm. and just living in their truth not the truth that their parents gave to them or their grandparents and a lot of people do hold on to tradition Mm -hmm. and like I said it's no secret that I was 
Don't just say how it is. I, I wasn't... I was never... Let right me say, say that. <laughs> I was never big on tradition. There you go. I just kind of always walked to the beat of my own drum. Mm-hmm. But for the sake of my family, without going too in-depth, for the sake of my family, I tried to put myself in a box. And I've never done well with boxes. Anybody that knows me knows that I have been a rebel without a cause my entire life. And so when I tried to put myself in this box and just smile in these pictures and dress alike with my kids and just have this normal paced life for what I thought, it was it was cute. It was cute, but I was like, this ain't me. On camera. It, it, yeah. It was cute on camera. It was cute on camera. And it's like, after, like going through that though and living through that, I was in a crazy state of depression. Mm-hmm. Because I just wanted to be free to, to be me. I wanted to take that mask off. Like that Halloween mask. My cousin and I use this analogy all the time. And um, we talk about how people who don't be themselves or who basically tend to live different from who they are. Mm-hmm. It's like when you wear that little plastic mask when you was a kid. And it's like every now and then at some point you're going to have to lift that mask to breathe. You know, it's suffocating. You know? Right. You're sweating underneath, you're sitting there, you're dying. Like, <laughs> I can't wait to take this mask off. And eventually, you always see the kids, they take it, they're sitting on the side of their head. Like, exactly. I can't do this anymore. You know, and that's really how, and honestly, we came up with that analogy talking about how people are fake, really. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the negative side of that. But it goes too with trying to fit in societal norms. the same thing. You're still, in a sense, being fake to yourself because you're not being who you really are. And it's uncomfortable. It's it is. It's really uncomfortable. You know, the good thing about it is you I mean you can always just take it off. <laughs> you can just take it off. And just go go forward. And um my biggest hang up, honestly, when I decided to take it off, it's like I felt free. The people who were for me was like, Ah, this is you. Mm-hmm. And the people that knew mm-hmm. me with my mask on, it's like, Who the hell are exactly. you? That's the You're thing. changing, you're mm-hmm. switching up. What is this? Put your other face back on. Go put on a matching plaid outfit. Right. This ain't you. What are you doing? And I'm like, but it is. And so even with that, a tiny part of me wrestled. It's like, well, damn, am I switching up? But yeah, you are. You're switching I'm, back. We're not switching up. You're switching back. Switching back. You're just going back to your normal self. Girl. And people will make you feel like shit for that. That's when you know them. Girl, you know how I am. <laughs> we know. Bye, y'all. <laughs> No heart. No heart. <laughs> no with the heart. And that is just that's the space that I'm in right now. Doesn't feel good though? It does. Let me I'm gonna go stand it. up. Yeah, I'm gonna go get it on my wrist. Yeah, right. You no heart. <laughs> I'm definitely for that. I'm definitely I'm for get that. this knowing his heart. I'm gonna put it on my fingers. <laughs> because I'm just I'm in a space right now where I am just really being true to me. And owning who I am. And you're gonna lose people along the way. It happens. For everybody out there it's gonna happen, I promise. It is um, gonna happen. You took the words out of my the, mouth. Healing yeah, hurts. Healing does hurt. Healing does hurt. Uh it it's such a thing. It's, and it's funny because I watch everybody else heal around me than me healing. I guess because I've been this way so long mm-hmm. that I'm pretty much I've been this way since I was a child. Like Wow. You, know, you were just always in a no. I just <laughs> not in the note. <laughs> you know, I I very much was okay with me. Like mm-hmm. 
man, look, this is what it is. I'm not tripping. Like, I, I told my dad, like, societal norms never stuck with me. I remember telling my dad when I was, like, 13, like, I'm never getting married. I'm never having kids. I'm going to be rich. I'm going to travel the world. That's what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. <laughs> like, and that's it. Because the the white picket fence thing just, it wasn't for me. Like, I don't want to be tied to nobody. I don't want no children. I just want to have my money <laughs> and my plane. <laughs> and that's it. And we're and I'm out. You know, granted, here I am, you know, 16 years married with two kids. But that's neither here nor there. I didn't look for it. <laughs> it came to me. There we go. I didn't look for it, though. You know, but, no, I've always been that way where I was like, yeah, I don't. I'm not doing the traditional stuff. I'm not doing what they're doing. I just don't. I just don't want that. And I said, you was like, all right, bet. <laughs> cool. Go for it. I mean, I guess it's dad and daughter, though. You know, right. like, well, I ain't got to worry about no, no, like, no boy or no man. Ain't no having my daughter, but whatever. I didn't say I wasn't doing that. I just said I wasn't right. You just wasn't getting married, and I feel it. Like, <laughs> you know, I but, feel it. Like, yeah, I I see so many people go through that healing process, and it is very hard, but it's so good afterwards. It's even good during the process. Like, you hurt for a second, but when you sit back and reflect on it, it's so good afterwards. So, it's worth it. I mean, the tears and the pain is worth it. funny. I mean, yeah, it is definitely worth it. I think um, anytime you come out of a thing, a better version of yourself, there's no losing that. Even if you lose people, but you find you, there is no loss. There isn't. And honestly, if the people were to stick around, they will actually see they get a much better version of you, you know. But some people just not meant, you know. All right. They're not meant to stick around for the new you. They can't fit. They might be too low vibrational while you're higher vibrational. Like, you know, and again, buzzwords, I hate to, hate to use them, but that's really what it is. Like, they're too low on the totem pole for you. You're like, yeah, I'm not down there no more. All right. I'm up here. I'm with the eagle head. You still down there with the toad. I don't know what's going on. Like, <laughs> what are we doing? And let me say this. I know you don't care. <laughs> I know you okay, don't care. <laughs> but for me, I have a guilt. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, like, I harbor, like, this guilt inside when it's like, I know you can't come. But let me see how I could kind of, like, make you fit. Let me try to rearrange some things to make you fit because I feel bad leaving you down there. It's and like, why is that? Why do you feel bad? Let's have a session. Let's have a session. On the podcast. So why do you feel? Because that's really what, what it, you know, it boils down to. Why do you feel like you have to save everybody or bring them with you? Like, what part of you, or, or is there something you might have went through that made you feel like, you know, maybe you felt left out or something, so you feel like you don't want other people to feel like that? Huh? You are reading me so filled. <laughs> God damn it. But no, seriously, God because it's always, it. there's a reason people think certain ways, you know what I'm saying? So you kind of want to sit back and be like, are you projecting more than wanting to save? It's more like, well, I don't want you to feel like I felt, you know, but at the end of the day, they don't want to be there. They don't want to be there. You don't have to force nobody to be there. You don't have to make them fit. You either fit or you don't. Right. Girl, I'm a rhombus. You're a triangle. We're just not, <laughs> just don't work. And it's fine. Ah, and that's that's honestly what it is. Um, I may have spoke about this in a past episode. I have a very bad savior complex. Mm-hmm. I want to save everyone, and I never I, I never sat down and thought about where that mm-hmm. stemmed from. But that does stem from me saving people the way I would have wanted to be saved. Right, God and a lot of times I never thought about that. It every uh, most things stem from somewhere. Most people just don't realize it. You know what I'm saying? It's like, um, 
I was listening to a video of my cousin. And it's, sorry, y'all. I talk about my cousin all the time because I saw me in this whole clothes. But <laughs> and Chef Toya on Instagram. But she does these, she does these rants, not rants, but she just kind of just go off just talking about all kind of stuff. And she was saying, like, how no one really has flaws. Mm-hmm. Like, nobody has flaws. You know, that's just who you are, just how you're designed. And then your design is really just for you. And what other people may see as a flaw is really a gift. You just haven't figured out how to make that gift work in this world. But once you figure that out, you'll be like, oh, it's not really a flaw. It's actually a gift, you know. Exactly. I love that. Yeah. Oh, she she goes hard. I love that. She goes hard. I mean, well, you know. Shout out Chef Toya. I can't wait to make this chicken. I got my ingredients. Did you, you marinate it? <laughs> I put the chicken back in the freezer. Oh my God. You didn't even put the marinade. But look, I'm going to take that chicken out. I had to get my the rest of my ingredients first. You didn't even marinate it, y'all. But I am. It's I am. And I will. Yeah. Shout out to you, Chef Toya. As soon as I make it and she like execute it perfectly. seeing that stuff. Like she loves seeing it. It I'm really makes her day. She's it's, like the easiest person to please. I swear. It's gonna be dope. <laughs> if you, it'd be even better if you bring us some. She don't live that far. <laughs> oh, well, there we go. <laughs> she don't live that far. But no, like you really, you know, you kind of have to sit back and and just understand why you think the way you think, or why do you feel the way you feel, you know? Because you never want to apologize for your feelings, but you also you do want to understand them. Exactly. Know? You know, you can feel. And for everybody out there, you know, don't apologize for your feelings. Your feelings are always valid, whatever those feelings may be. You know, people may not agree with your feelings, but they're valid for you, you know. I tell that to my kids all the time. I'm like, look, if you feel a certain way, don't, you know, don't be sorry for how you feel. That's just how you feel. You know, your feelings are always what they're supposed to be. Now we can discuss why you feel that way, and then we can get down to that part of it. But, you know, how you feel is who you are. So just keep that in mind. Just take that, sit with it a little bit, you know. And and I'm mad I told her sit with stuff because that motherfucker. Oh, will sit I there will. And we'll be like, let me sit with that. We're like, no, girl, answer me now. Like, I don't know. Because that's her new that's I don't know. That's my new I don't know. <laughs> ah, sit with that. The drag. drag. It's not. No, we're not sitting with that. That is simple, girl. Do you want to eat this or not? Like, <laughs> you know, but. Like, for real, you know, you kind of want to, some things you do really do have to sit with and understand, man, where does this stem from and why, why do I feel like this and why do I always feel like this, you know? Um, that savior complex also, you know, it can be, you know, I don't, I don't use the word toxic anymore. I say virulent. So Say it again. <laughs> virulent. Virulent. Because everybody, again, overuse of stuff. I stopped Over- doing it. Buzzword. <laughs> okay. But, I'm going to store that in my memory bank. Vir- virulence. Okay. Mm-hmm. So with that, it can be a very, you know, virulent trait of being someone who you always want to say, but it also means you also putting people before yourself, which causes you again to put yourself on the back burner, which means you're gonna mess around and probably stop doing your podcast for a couple of months again, <laughs> you know, because you're not you're so you're too used to catering. You know, you have a very catering nature and um I don't know if it was dumb if you asked me this or not. But somebody was like, what do you see when you see me? I don't remember which one of y'all said was kind. But you have a very kind spirit, you know. You're just a kind person. It's the difference between nice and, you know, giving. It's just some people are kind. And if that's a word I feel like a lot of people just don't use a lot. Mm -hmm. But it has a very strong meaning. It's someone who is just, you know, it almost gives the feeling of selfless. Like, you know. 
Um, and it's more than giving. It's not, I mean, because giving can be, you know, monetary. It could be, you know, like that. But no, kind is like, I'm actually, I'm really a selfless person with everybody. Yeah. I'm not kind. I'm talking about her. I just want to be clear. <laughs> it's not me. But, you know, that's who you are. And that can be, you know, again, people say it's a gift and a curse. And I wouldn't want, I mean, I don't want to call it a curse, but it can be draining. Yes. Yeah, it can be draining. And a lot of kind people are also empaths. So then if you're taking in other people's energy while you're still giving so much, it's like you're giving them, but then you're taking in heaviness, it's it's not a it's not a good look. And that is something that I struggle with a lot. What 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 do you think would be that perfect balance of being able to empathize with the person but not internalize? Okay, so <laughs> it's so this what makes this hard for me to answer is only because I'm not an empath. So, so young. It's like <laughs> I don't that's all through, on you. I don't go through that. But what I've told other empaths that they can do. Okay, one, you have to set boundaries big time. You know, like you really have to um, be okay with telling people not right now. Like I, a little tapped out. You know, I can't. I can't take in what you're giving because. People don't really understand unless they're also empathetic. They don't understand that pe- you know empathetic people feel that. Yes. Deep. You know, it's a it's more than just oh I hear what you're saying and yeah I get no bitch I feel it like now nah, I want to cry and the same in my you know what I'm exactly. saying or I feel the actual physical pain like what is going on like why does my stomach hurt like yeah it goes a lot deeper than you know just surface feelings or whatever and you just have to be real clear like boundaries are big. You have to speak up for yourself. It's going to be hard. Oh, it's if gonna, I hear that one more time. You do. <laughs> it's going to be hard. Um, it's probably going to take you at least a year <laughs> to partially get there. Because you're so used to just who you are. Yes. You know, it's different when it's who you are to switch instantly. You can't do that. You can't just automatically switch. That'll be like me, you know, somebody telling me, well, girl, can you sit there and just try to feel a little bit? It's like, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, heart. <laughs> no, right. No, I'm not doing that. But I can give you some solutions and this is what you get. Like, And, and we can move on. Like, I don't know why we still talking about it. But, you know, you really have to tell people like, not right now. Nope, can't do that. Mm-mm. Or if you feel they're getting too heavy, be like, I understand. I feel exactly what you're saying, literally. <laughs> I gotta stop it right now because it's getting too heavy. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? You really gotta protect yourself um, because you're too vulnerable. And even even in something as simple as a conversation, you know, it's too it's too much. So you have to really be your biggest protector at all times. Wow. You just gotta. The read. You got I it. suck at boundaries. You I'm do. not gonna lie. I suck <laughs> at boundaries. I will give and give and give until I'm depleted, mm-hmm. and then I will and spiritually no go into the negatives. Mm-hmm. I will spiritually go into the negatives because I'm at this point. It's like I'm giving what I don't even have to give. And then what people understand is even when you spiritually go into the negative, you're going to physically go into the negative, mentally go into the emotion. Like, everything around you is going to give you that same energy. Like, you're putting whatever you're putting out is what you're going to get back. Because a lot of times, again, when you give so much, you got to have somebody. You have to find that person. I have a feeling it's going to be me. Yeah. You have I'm to find sorry. that person that you can call who is able to give to you. Yes. You know, that's someone who's not a taker basically um again i'm that person for quite a few people so that's why i said i don't feel it's gonna be me but that's fine i'm cool with it you know 
um i have a friend who does um she's a medium as well she's more like a healer to me i always say that like i'm a little more i'm an intuitive person um she is an actual healer okay and she's tapping into that and it kind of not gonna say it just dropped on her but it kind of just dropped on her (laughs) yeah and she's very empathetic and all of that so when she takes it in it's like heavy for her you know to point well we had to talk through things like, look, when you finish doing readings or when you finish doing meditation, because it'll be something as simple as her having like a guided meditation and the next, you know, she's getting messages and messages and messages. She got to tell these people and it's like, this is not even what I came for. Right. And then you're taking all of that in because those spirits, they, they connect, they almost like connect to you a little bit and you start to feel what they feel. And it's like, oh wow. So she, uh, being that empathetic, she was like, she'll go home and be like, my God, I am tired like she'll be full on drained for days and i was like look you, you gotta find some kind of way to leave that shit where it's at i don't know what you gotta do or whatever i was like it, it, you know it, a lot of times it's a mental thing mm-hmm. where you kind of step into it like okay now i know what to expect so a lot of this happened when she first realized her gift so it was like i don't know what to do with this like when, you know i'm getting all of this energy and i'm feeling all of this weight what what was I doing this? Like she wasn't taught any of this. Or she, right. Shit. Like what am I doing? So I was like, hey, you gonna have to prep yourself ahead of time. Like you really got to go in with like a mindset. Like all right. Oh, wow. <laughs> now I know this is what. Okay, so I know when to stop, when to start. You know, and so that's helped her. So now she can do these things without taking it home. You know, and a lot of times, you know, people don't realize that your mind is probably your most powerful you know muscle in your entire body like that's the most powerful part of you because it controls your emotions it's a muscle as well it controls your physical (laughs) it controls your mental you know everything happens there so anything you want to make happen it starts in your head it starts in so once you start thinking different you'll act different that's why i always say like keep it keep everything positive because once you once you make everything positive you start to see positive results soon as you start thinking negative it's over right you're gonna see everything gonna slowly start to be going downhill and then after a while if you never start picking that positive back up it's gonna keep going it's gonna be like a snowball it's gonna keep rolling and then next thing you know you're crashing and you're like what the hell just happened everything is going haywire nothing's working my electronics out bitch my hair falling out i don't know what's going on i'm trying to do this the same work like all of that you know and it's really just going back to stepping back and just being like okay what am I not doing? And nine times out of ten, whenever somebody's dealing with something too negative or they're getting too much negative shit in their life, mm-hmm. they're not giving thanks. That's the biggest part of it. Wow. I told my friend that today, same girl, because again, she called me this morning. <laughs> and I told her that this morning. I was like, because she was saying how um, how she would do um, manifestation rituals with people, right? And she literally was watching these people, like, watching their stuff manifest. Yeah. Like, one lady, she um, did a, you know, she wanted to get, like, a $5 million contract, right? And she did a ritual with her, and she told her what to do, and she got that $5 million contract. Granted, she saw her in the street, the lady, but she know who the fuck she was, which is crazy in itself, because it's like, hold girl, on, bitch. I will but, rob you. Hello? <laughs> I was like, girl. And that's what, you know, and I just want to put this at the tidbit out there for those. If you do any type of ritual work with someone who has some type of spiritual connection, let's not uh, do ignorant shit like 
pretend like you don't know who they are because the same way they helped you with that, they kind of got a little bit of power to do some other shit. So I mean, let them know, please. Bro, you know, granted, she's not that type of person because that's just who she is. But I was like, bitch, you better than me because I looked at that whole and said, remember the five million dollar contract? Right. <laughs> it's about to go here. Okay. Keep that in mind. But you'll remember who I am in a second. Same thing with another girl. She, um, I think she like helped her manifest. Like she wanted this Lexus. Oh, she got the Lexus. You know, she didn't tell her thank you when she got it. <laughs> but mm-hmm. it is what it is. But I told her, I said, okay. But she was like, but there's certain things I want. It seemed like it's not uh, it's not coming. And I was like, look. And, I'm, you know, I'm one of those people. I let you talk. And I listen the whole time. And then I'll be like, all right. So this is what I'm hearing. And so when I was talking to her, I said, it sounds like um, you haven't been being grateful lately. And she was like, you know what? You're right. I was like, have, cause you, cause what she said was, I stopped doing my scripting, and I was like, well, what have you been scripting? And so she's like, oh, I stopped scripting, like you know, her manifestation stuff. And I was like, yeah, okay. I said, what gratitude rituals have you been doing? Like, what scripting have you been doing just to be grateful for what you have? And she was like, I haven't been doing that. I was like, yeah, you're gonna lose it. Because it happens every single time. So anytime there's something, you know, I say all that to say that. Like anytime there's something that you're missing, that's usually what you're missing. You're not being grateful for what you have, so you won't get any more. I you, think you and I had this conversation yeah, as well. I tell everybody this. Like, we had this conversation. You have to give thanks for what you have in order to receive more. Because if you're not grateful for what you have, you know, it's almost like looking at it like, if I'm not grateful for what I have, or maybe, you know, you look at it like God's looking at you like, well, she don't really like what she got. Why would I give her more shit? You know what I'm saying? And right. that's really what it is. You know, if you want to call it God, the universe, spirit, divine, whatever name you want to give it. But, you know, that's basically what it is. If you're not get, if you're not saying, I appreciate what I have, then, you know, the universe is going to look at it like, well, they don't want nothing else because they don't even like the shit they got. You know, so you kind of have to be thankful, even the smallest things, like smallest things, you know, understand that then you get even more. You know, you can always even go with the the affirmation, you know, I'm grateful for what I have and I desire more. Or, you know, I'm grateful for what I have and I am ready to receive more. You kind of have to tell the universe what you want. Very specifically. Very specifically, yes. Because <laughs> you'll get that shit and it'll be way off. Mm. But... You know, very specifically, be like what you want. I myself, I'm not gonna lie. You know, I fell off my gratitude uh, journaling, but I always give thanks in prayer at night. I have a whole list of shit I go down. Like be the smallest shit. Thank you for my house, my car, my like. It be, but I have a list. Like I'm not about to sit here and not be thankful. Let me catch all the pieces. <laughs> you know, right. my family health. Thank you for this. You know, I have bread today. <laughs> like whatever it may be um but you really want to keep that going that's if anything you do or there's any part of any ritual that you know you want to keep going gratitude is always top stick to that and you'll watch like so much shit will come because outside of asking for what you want which a lot of people that's what most people do i just want to yeah. ask what i want and get it yeah but bitch if you're not thankful for what you have they're not gonna give you nothing else exactly you know so you find that when a life change happens, it usually happens outside of something that you are no longer doing. Like if you have, I get that. Every single time. Anytime I've reached a very low point, it's because I stopped doing meditation, gratitude, 
things like that. You know, and honestly, I mean, your meditation is just one. It's just centering yourself and, you know, praying if that's how you want to look at it. If, you know, you want to be Christian about it and be like, I don't get into all that. Um, you're doing it anyway. So, exactly. We're not going to go down that whole fucking road, bitch. Like, I ain't going to talk about how many times incense is mentioned in the Bible, how many herbs and shit they burn, and, you know, candles I mean, we they all know nah, so and, let's go. You know, like, girl, they need so much with the shits. And I'm like, bitch, they brought Jesus frankincense and murder. We're not going to do this. Like, come on, y'all. <laughs> let's, let's not pretend. You know, but the thing about it is, you know, a lot, especially, and it gets controversial, of course, when you talk about Christianity, because everybody feel like, oh, well, you bashing, or you, you know, Everything you're talking about is, you know, witchcraft. And it's like, girl, no, it's not. <laughs> but you know what sounds like witchcraft? Drinking the body and blood of Christ. That. <laughs> Flesh and blood. I'm just going to go down. I mean, go that's down. Because we here. That's what feels like witchcraft. If you want to really go into it, drinking blood and eating flesh. I don't, I mean, I, <laughs> and I grew up Catholic. So, bitch, I, <laughs> I had the communion, you know, over and over and over again. But, you know, a lot of that stuff is very intertwined. You don't have to be, um, you can do what they would consider spiritual rituals and still be Christian. You're not, it's not a competition. You know, it's not one against the other at all. It's really pretty much, it's very much the same. (laughs) You know, it's very much the same. It's just some people feel like there's certain parts of religion that they don't want to, you know, conform to. And a lot of parts of it. You already doing it anyway. You know, meditation is just sitting with yourself. You know, ma- manifestation is no different than seeking you shall find. Asking the door will be open. <laughs> so it is very much intertwined. So oh, yeah. for the people out there that is listening to that, make sure y'all hold on to that because a lot of people they're weird about it, and okay, that's y'all. why it was so much of me on the fence about after I had my reading. Mm-hmm. Um. I was like, damn. It was nothing like how people made it seem. It wasn't like I went into this room and she's with the ball and she is. Right. It was was very very light. And simple. And simple. And to the point. It's really. And it was giving you your messages. That's it. They're like, there's some messages you need to hear. Here they go. It was spot on. But you're like, I mean, they let the pastor. Tell them what they think they need to hear. Like, it's still the... Like, right, you know, it's called a prophesy. Ooh. All that goes together. But all these religions... I mean, a lot of those religions have this... <laughs> these stigmas and ways that they look at even each other as enemies when, again, y'all doing the same shit. You know, like, y'all have your, your Baptist that looks at the Catholics and be like, Oh, well, why are y'all praying to saints and, 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 and when you could just pray directly to God and it's like but y'all pray to intercessors and that's just the motherfucker sitting next to you that just happen to go stand in front of the church come on come on intercessors come up and you tell them and they tell them. it's the same thing you still got a middleman exactly you know what I'm saying so what's the difference everyone's so against everybody else it don't even make a lick of sense that's why I disorganized religion is just it's just not for me I understand enough about a lot of these aspects to understand what pieces I want to deal with and what pieces I don't I never be wanting to be like, I don't believe in God. I definitely believe in God. My God, it might be different from their God. I don't know who the hell that judgment person is. <laughs> but yes. Mine is a lot different. But, you know, I don't have to take in all of those things that I've been raised to know. You know, I've been in Catholic school through, you know, elementary through middle. You know what I'm saying? I know all this stuff like the back of my hand. 
<laughs> like, right. I've been to Baptist churches. I've been to non-denominational churches. I've been through all these churches. It's there. A lot of them are very much the same. You know, as much as they like to judge each other, they do a lot of the same stuff. You exactly. Know? It's just like when you have your people who who light their candles for you know Saint this and Saint that. Go look at somebody who's lighting a candle for something and be like, well, well why are you lighting that candle? Why are you lighting that candle? You know? <laughs> like, your archangel ain't no different from mine. Exactly. It's the same archangel. It's the same exactly. way. Like, y'all don't have to cut up like that. But, you know, it's just, it's a lot that it's more of, I was told this was wrong, so I'm going to go with it's wrong. Exactly. And I was told this was right, so I'm going to think this is right. We all doing the same shit. We are all doing the same shit. Oh my god, this is like my absolute favorite book in the whole world. Love it. Y'all make sure y'all get that. I it's, just saw that these two actually are actually my favorite books. In the whole world. Oh my god, but see, this who moved my cheese? Off subject as fuck, but everyone should read this little tiny book. It's so small. It's such an easy read. It's literally a an hour read of that. The words are big. <laughs> It's such a good read, but when I tell you it is a game changer, it is, it is definitely a game, a game changer. changer. It's it's like one of those books that just everybody needs. I'm absolutely you need scurrying. that book. Whenever you read the book, I'm scurry. I just want to put that out there. That's me. <laughs> I'm I'm that person. I wait till the last. Get minute. your shit together. I, I do it quick. I change real quick. Oh, we doing that? Cool. That's fine. We'll just switch up and go over there. Like I'm not the planner. I'm the I'm the quick switcher. There we go. So, read that book. Just all of a sudden, go ahead. <laughs> Who moved my cheese, y'all? <laughs> Make sure y'all pick that up. Check back in. It's it's one of those life changing books. Um, I don't know if you mentioned the Alchemist, um, because she just kind of showed it on mm-hmm. the screen, but pick that up too. Life lessons, life lessons. life lessons in those books. The Alchemist is a, a, a for sure longer read. Um, you kind of don't really get the point just of what your messages are until close to the end, but it's still it's a journey. It's a journey book. You have to go through a journey in that one. It's all a part of my good healing process. <laughs> <laughs> it's all a part of my good healing process, y'all. But I just think that on the topic of just like organized religions and all that, it just all goes back to unlearning a lot of shit. Yeah. We have to unlearn and relearn and just kind of journey through on our own and see what works best for us. Exactly. I was just going to say that. Like, you really have to go off of what worked for you. Like, what works for me probably won't work for you. It won't work for you. Definitely ain't going to work for me unless you're doing what I'm doing because I'm going to tell you what I'm doing. It's what work for me. <laughs> so, there's that. You know, I do have a ton of crystals on my neck. It is what it is. Some people like it. Some people don't. I really don't care. Um, you know, you you just go with go with your move more than anything else. And you'll, you'll get, I mean, you'll get where you want to be. But don't judge nobody else based on what they... Just because someone's not doing what you want to do. Yes, let's not do that. Let's not do that. And that's that's really been... That has been the song of this season for me. Just kind of journeying through what works best for me. And being okay with that. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of what works best for me, what it looks like... Mm-hmm. Doesn't look familiar for a lot of people. Right. And, familiar for you for a minute. And and that's and that's what it is too. It's like I'm I'm walking blindly and I'm okay with that. I had to learn how to be okay with it and not be scared. Right. Cause a good bit of me was scared. It's like, uh, I'm moving but I can't see where I'm going. It's just But what's the fear from? What are you fearing? I have to have my hands in everything. I have to know where I'm going. Well, you know where you're going. I don't know where I'm going. Why do you think you don't? 
Probably because I've never been. You sure? I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always, not sure. I always make up things. <laughs> but that's good because I be needing that. Yeah, I don't really need we, that. We would think like, oh, you know what I mean? You could say you're walking blinded, but are you really? Or are you just taking it a day at a time? You know, every journey is not a blindfold journey. You know, just enjoy the ride. It really doesn't matter where you're going. Because you may, you know, you may go one way and then you might end up at a detour and be like, no, nah, I think I'm going to turn this way this time. You know, I don't, I'm not a big planner. Um, I'm a very go with the flow type person. So it makes sense for me to just go with, like, just go a day at a time. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Especially with something like this because it's growth more than anything else. There's no end point. So there's no where to look for. Like exactly. no, you know, you kind of want to keep that in mind so you don't feel so blind. Just you're not going anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> you're already there. You're just enjoying the journey. Just enjoying the journey. I will. Ha- I'm. Child, uh, this did everything for me. <laughs> this did everything for me because, like I said, I have to have my hands in everything. I have to know what's going on. And opposite of Crystal, I am a planner. Mm-hmm. Like I have to, I'm a stickler for routine. I have to have. I'm yeah. I'm a Capricorn. There you go. I'm a Capricorn. Earth versus air. Air flows. Earth sits. Like it's gross. Ooh, I don't know if that was gems that shade. (laughs) I don't know if it was gems that shade. I'm gonna stick with it though. It's more like a gem. Um, because I mean it's true. That's what Earth does. It grows. You know. Mm -hmm. Now the shade part comes in when I be like air. (laughs) Everyone needs air. Everyone does. Earth, water, and fire need air to survive, but air don't need nobody. That's why she's <laughs> That's that's why she goes keep being my spiritual guide, and that's when I start. That's when the shade comes because you know Gemini's like you know everyone feel like their sign's the most hated, but we know which one it really is. Bitches hate Gemini for some reason. I don't know why, but that's how I get in bag. I be like, well, you, you know, feel like y'all hate Gemini's, bitch. Everybody talk about Gemini's. Y'all you so know what? Y'all so evil. Y'all just did. Something. Yeah, girl. I'm yeah. Like, y'all a wild card. Y'all, so y'all are definitely a wild card. <laughs> and I'm not. Believe it or not. Between I'm Gemini and Scorpio. Yeah. Y'all pretty disliked. I'm sorry. But I fuck with you, though. ACS was fine. I never <laughs> felt like Scorpio was disliked at all. And I fuck with all signs, to be honest with you. I think I'm kind of leery with the Leos, though, because. <laughs> That Leo is that—that's a different energy. I could look. We could do a whole other podcast on Zodiac sign. Y'all gonna hate me at the end. I promise you. <laughs> y'all gonna hate me because I'm gonna give y'all the real, and y'all ain't gonna want hit. But yeah, them Leos. No accountability. I can't deal with people who, who can't take accountability. They never feel like they want. Mm. God, I can't do that. That's BDE. But <laughs> that's off the subject. Back, really back in. <laughs> really back in. I mean, if they're shitty people aside from BDE, the BDE just be blinding. That's all. Whatever. It just that's be blinding. For me. For me. I think it's, that's what you think it is. Just because yeah. of the sign. Just because of what it represents. But, girl. You know, the them male lion is the laziest fuck. You can look at it if you want to remember. Ah. They don't hunt. <laughs> they don't feed their family. Oh, <laughs> they my don't God. They don't do shit. shit. <laughs> Them motherfuckers want to be pampered and just want to prance around. <laughs> now like, you got me thinking. Uh-huh. Now my wheels are spinning. Uh-huh. So what you think is BDE? <laughs> could uh-huh. be just your own perception of it. Because again, the mind is strong. The what mind you is think strong. It is what you make it is. Perception is reality. That's a real statement. That's a very real statement. Ask two people who grew up in the same household who got two totally different views. 
Wow. Perception is very much reality. So you perceive them that way. Yes. I've been I've been studying science since I was like twelve. So I'm, <laughs> I'm very, I am that type of nerd and big in astrology. So I definitely look at I mean male and female. I see them all the same. Wow. Male and female. I'm like yeah. I peep. Yeah. I peep y'all. Between family, so friends, I've never dated Leo. I can tell you that. <laughs> no. I'll say because you already had it in your mind. How they come mm-hmm. in? No, not even that. They wouldn't. Um, they wouldn't like me because I'm too straightforward. Yes, I, I don't. They can't bullshit me, so it's hard. You know, mm-hmm. I don't stroke egos, and they have big egos, and they need to be stroked. And I don't. Nah, I'm sorry. That's not I my mean, job. Jeez. And I'm not an emotional person. Crystal is tail on feet, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not emotional either, so they're going to sit back also and be like, this bitch don't fucking kill. Like, yeah, I've heard that. Uh, yeah, she, and she, no, she don't. I mean, not like most people care. No. Most niggas don't care. I care about some stuff, but that type of shit, absolutely not. Yeah. I don't care about, no. Mm-mm. So, yeah, so that's why, that's probably why I never dated one, because. <laughs> child. <laughs> It just I I can see it not ending well. Mm-hmm. I can see it not ending well. And even all Leo relationships, for the most part, male or female, we end up distant at some point because if you're around me too long, that mirror stuff coming up. And, and people don't, don't like, like mirrors. Like, no, I'm like not mirrors. a backpatter, so it, it's hard, you know. But girl, look, <laughs> keep holding that mirror up for me. It has done tremendous. Thing. It's like it's been working for me, even in a short amount of time. I just see a lot. I see myself differently. Mm-hmm. I see myself evolving, and I know I have some work to do. I have a lot of work to do, and I'm grateful. I'm it's grateful really for this connection. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna hurt my feelings sometimes, but I'm gonna be like, she just have soft feelings. You ever seen somebody want to fight all the time and got soft feelings? I know that is the weirdest thing. She's I am so funny. She, I'm she fights dog herself. Dog. <laughs> it's the cancer in her. <laughs> like <laughs> the cancer in her is soft and hard at the same time. I I just don't. I don't know what's wrong with me. I do not know what's wrong with me, but that, that's accurate as fuck. Mm-hmm. Like that's an accurate depiction of me. I want to fight, but I'm going to probably cry about it at some point. She is. I'm going to either cry first and fight later or fight first and then cry later. You're probably going to fight first and cry I'm going to probably fight first and cry later. Most crabs, yeah. I mean, if you think of your, your, your symbol, everything is symbolic. You'll fight first. I'm going to fight first. I'm going to cry about soft, it. Y'all soft on the ah! inside. <laughs> y'all mush. <laughs> uh, oh, shell. Such a bitch on the inside. <laughs> oh, my God. This was a dope comeback episode. I enjoyed it. This was a dope comeback episode. Thank you so You're much so for welcome. like pushing me off the cliff. Basically, like she can fly now. You know, there's no such thing as pushing a goat off the cliff. You know what? You stand right. on the smallest rock. The smallest rock. They're resilient. You can't and look. You can't make them fall. You, can't you might can push them a little bit. You can't make them fall. Before gonna stay on that. <laughs> We'll sit on that mountain forever. And so Can't keep climbing. That is where I am. That's I'ma take that. Mm-hmm. Like another little gym that she ain't know she threw at me. <laughs> like it's the resilience. Capricorn so energy. I big love ass Capricorn people. energy. So um this hiatus was fun. 
but I'm back. I am on my little tiny rock, and I'm going to keep on climbing. And whatever comes of this just comes of this. But I'm back on my bullshit. I'm back on my bullshit. Thank you so much. Don't take that long of a hiatus. I'm going to push her to try to record weekly, y'all. I'm going to drive her. And, and if no one else can, she will. If no one else can, she will. It's like, Even if get I your shit together. If I have to come sit here every week just to make her do it for at least a month and be like, all right, girl, come on. <laughs> Till she get used to it. And then you can still turn you back off. This was a good start, though. I am so glad I did this. I'm so glad I did this. Um, I always like to end with giving people their flowers. So I am going to give you your flowers. Thank you so much for coming. Let me tell you about Crystal. Crystal is like entrepreneur times a billion. She has her hand in a little bit of everything. And she's to like that boss level to where she can retire from certain shit. Um, so she's not doing hair and makeup anymore. Um, she ain't doing nobody nails. <laughs> you gotta be really, really nails. special. She never did nails, but she know how. I know how. But, but um, shop her skincare line. Y'all see me with this little glow? I don't really, I only, I only have on eye makeup. I don't have mm-hmm. on anything but Andrell's. But my skin is looking a little glowy over here, and I use Crystal's products, and it's called Andrell's. Amazing stuff. Like, really, really dope shit. And I'm not just saying that because she's here. Um, look at my skin. I ain't even got to say nothing. I just got to just, I just got to really sit here and just give y'all face, really. Yeah. And for those listening on the podcast, she's glowing. <laughs> I am glowing. For those who can't see it, yeah, she's glowing. I'm but, glowing. You know, it's shopping drills across all platforms. It's very easy to remember. Shoppingdrills.com. Everything is very simple and to the point. Make it easy for branding, just like Exo Renato. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. So make sure y'all follow Crystal B. Armstrong, Shop and Drills. And thank you so much. You're so welcome. I was so happy to be here. Thank you so much. <laughs> Until next time, thank y'all so much for tuning in. I am signing out, Exo Renata.